Okay, thank you for coming to join me on the podcast. I'm really excited to have you here. This is my first ever client episode, so it's an honour. So all I'm going to do, all we're going to do really, is just work through a couple of questions, give other people who might be considering the programme or want like an honest review um, to find out what it's like really from someone who's done it. So let's start with you if you don't mind just giving us a bit of background on like where you're at prior to starting CFS transformation um what you've been through and how you've come to get sort of the CFS diagnosis like why you started doing the program basically uh essentially I got glandular fever when I was in year 11 so I must have been 16 and then I overcame it and then it popped up again when I was in year 12 when I was 17 um, which then led to me getting chronic fatigue. Um, yeah, that's essentially how I got ill. Mm, which is kind of ironic because that was really so similar to how I got ill. So um, mm. when you applied to work with me, I felt like I really, like we really connected on that from the start because I was, I mean, I was a little bit older when I got my diagnosis. I was like uni age, but that kind mm -hmm. of dress around, education and like having to drop out or stay back here um it's something a lot of people go through either with education or like work life like a lot of people's work life has to go on hold or they have to switch career which can be really like add on stress on top of what you're already going through um yeah, yeah so that's that's where Izzy was at when she started working with me so what was your intention then through doing the program like why did you find out what were you looking for I'd kind of got myself to a place where I could like walk into town and do bits and bobs because um, I'd done quite a lot of research and stuff like that but my aim was to kind of get back to life where I could do whatever I wanted whenever I wanted like get back into sports get back into school um, and yeah you helped me do all of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it was really it was getting back to running was something that was really important to you wasn't it and managing returning to I think were like the two most important things really yeah. yeah so so what would you say then let's go over what you achieved throughout the process of the program and then at the end we can kind of highlight what your biggest win was or what like the best thing about it was for you so I mean in my head you achieved so much like more than what you set out to do throughout the course of the program but in your words what what did you feel like you achieved um I think I learned to be alone which is a bit of an odd one but like at my age I don't think you're alone that much 16 17 before like you go to uni I definitely mm. learned to enjoy my own company and things like that um importance of rest because I'm probably quite a go-getter so it's quite it's quite interesting to see like the impact of it when you don't have it and then obviously when you do like how much of a benefit it can be on your life when you take like proper rest um and then probably just mindset I think the whole thing is mindset if you believe you're not going to get better you're not going to get better because your brain just thinks that I guess um mm -hmm. yeah just persevering mm -hmm. yeah definitely so I love how you've kind of highlighted all of that like those were all the little things that I was gonna mention as well like your mindset shift your relationship with yourself and with rest um while that's always like evolving and something we're always working on like you've come so far um 
I mean, in the three months, he came a really long way off the program. Um, after that, Izzy stayed on to coaching for a couple months after, just to, like make sure we could get back to um, school properly. And also, you wanted to navigate going on like a ski holiday and managing Christmas, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there were so many massive mindset wins for you and overcoming lots of limiting beliefs as well, I think, around. Well, when you started, you hadn't actually tried anything prior, had you, to, like, recover? No. I'd kind of just... What I did is I went online and I found Casey Bolter, like, the GB (laughs) tennis player. And I was like, if she can get better, anyone can get better. But I kind of wanted to see that you can because when you type it up, I remember looking, researching and going down the wrong way because it was all like, Mm. oh, you're never going to get better. It's like, you never want to read that. So then once I found her, it was like an incentive and a bit like, okay, well, she's playing tennis for GB and traveling all around the world. Like, it can't be that bad. There must be a way like to get Mm. out of it. But quite lucky really that you came across her. Like there's so much scary stuff online that you can, I'm sure you came across that as well. But Mm. it's often, I think, like I think so many people do recover from, chronic fatigue or like chronic symptoms that only you can only find like negative stories online the majority of the time like people who haven't got better yeah. are the ones that then go online and like tell everyone about it and it's really easy to get stuck in that belief that it's not possible to recover isn't it yeah I guess it's like an outlook for people to kind of vent what's going on because it is a tricky time mm, definitely but, yeah it's not helpful for the majority I don't think no definitely not um oh that's great I didn't realize you actually found that that little story that's really good yeah and so inspiring to hear of someone else who's recovered and got back to being like yeah a world-renowned athlete like that's really cool um okay so yeah we had loads of huge mindset wins about the program but on like more of a logistic level then I mean in my head you got back to school got back to running which like two of the big things was there anything else that you think was like a big win from the program um physically they're like the two main things and then seeing my friends again because obviously it's so isolated Mm. for such a long time I'm very very lucky with where I live I'm quite near a lot of my friends um Mm. but but as a young person I guess it's quite different to if you're a mother or like father you don't really I don't know you obviously socialize but not to the extent you do when you're younger Mm. Um, so yeah that was nice to see everyone again um but yeah for me like sport and being active is like my kind of Mm. like yeah so it was nice just to get back into feeling normal and doing what you never at one point you never thought you'd be able to do again definitely yeah those were huge wins for you throughout the program um and probably if like supported your like full recovery really because there's only so far you can get isn't there without doing those things like without getting back into activity or socializing seeing your friends like these are all things that are stepping stones to feeling more like yourself again yeah I think you've got to still do the things that you love even if it takes a little bit of time to get back into it so sport Mm. was probably a difficult thing to do especially symptom wise to begin with but once you've Mm. done it you enjoy it then yeah definitely definitely 
So in terms of like how you were feeling before you started and how you feel now you've come to an end. So it was start of this month is when coaching officially kind of came to an end for you. Um, what what would you how do you feel different now in terms of symptoms, in terms of mindset and general life? Uh, really good. I'm kind of living and doing everything I want to be doing. If I want to go out on the weekend, I'm going out on the weekend, going to school full time. <laughs> Play sport, played a hockey match the other day. Did you? Um, yeah, it was a bit out of the blue. Team didn't have a full full pitch, a full team. So yeah, got dragged into it. And how fun. did it go? Yeah, it was really good. It was really fun. Um, but yeah, I'd probably just say like having support, especially like, just to get for me it was like the last kind of not the last stage of my journey but like I reckon I probably like midway before I'd found Scarlet but I'd looked at loads of other chronic fatigue programs and they weren't like tailored to you they were all like group group settings and courses but Scarlet was different in the sense that you could you work one-on-one which I think is quite important because everybody's like how they've got ill is different not everyone gets it from glandular fever Mm. or whatever else um so yeah I definitely think working one-on-one with someone is better than Mm. because a lot of ones just seem like they want your money they don't really want Mm. your support yeah uh I think in any job area I think about this all the time because it upsets me there are so many coaches out there who aren't necessarily doing it for the right reason and that they're not passionate and they don't care yeah but then I think like there's so much that like that's true in any area of work isn't it like people who aren't genuinely passionate and care about their job tend to just be in it for the money or you know things like this and it's when it comes to people's health I'm like how can we have people offering that um when people's like this is someone's life like you're essentially supporting someone with getting their life back um which is such a huge thing so yeah obviously I'm glad that you found me um I was going to ask you what kind of drew you to me and my style of coaching and to this program in particular was that it the kind of one-to-one aspect of it um I think probably I found you on Instagram um because I'd done a bit of research and some calls with some other companies because there isn't much help on the NHS I think I had like one call and the woman basically said to me like you're young you'll get better in a year just rest and I was like okay well that's really helpful like <laughs> I've been doing that for doing that so far um but yeah it's probably just the one-on-one and the fact that I think probably because we had links in the sense that glandular fever and we kind of yeah you sort of understood what was going on whereas a lot of yeah. the other people were like well you seem like you've got the right mindset and I think you can give this a go when it's like you haven't actually asked me anything about me you don't seem like you know <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're thinking but yeah good okay yeah yeah definitely I think that empathy is so important and sometimes it's finding a coach who's the right fit for you um which like other people will find their type of person like I'm not I don't I wouldn't describe myself as um like very based around symptoms and like helping with pacing and things like this how would I won't describe myself how would you describe me as a coach (laughs) Um, very attentive and caring um I think 
yeah, you actually care. It's not just a, okay, send a text because obviously you've got the one-on-one WhatsApp support, which mm. you're very good at replying and stuff. Um, yeah, it didn't feel like you just sent the text or like, okay, that's done. She can shut up now. Um, <laughs> it was more like you sent the message, like you actually meant it. And then if I came back with something else, like you'd be there and yeah. I th- uh, yeah I think you're a very nice person I'm very lucky oh bless you okay <laughs> that's nice that's nice to hear and so if someone's listening and thinking hmm like I've been considering doing the program but I'm really not sure if it's for me or they're kind of on the fence what would you say to them uh I think you've got to want to put in the work. There's no point spending a load of money and then being like, okay, well, I'm just going to read it and get better. For me, it was like, I have to get my health back because without your health, you literally don't have anything. So I don't think it, I think spending some money to get your like life back is definitely worth it. Mm. Um, It probably is a lot of money for some people, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I was lucky in the sense that I had like grandparents who were willing to help out. (laughs) um but yeah I definitely say do it if you're willing to like work on yourself and Mm. I yeah I'd recommend you so yeah and do you think it was worth the investment oh definitely yeah because now Mm. I like because you have access to the program after um you've finished it as well so if you're Mm. like sure just want a bit of like top up reminder yeah what Mm. to do back to it yeah definitely uh okay good awesome so yeah I think because for for some people like it is a big investment and I think also knowing that it's not on you like obviously I'm here to guide you through every step of the way but I always say like I think I say in the start of the course like I can't do the actual work for you like I can tell you what to do and all of this stuff but I think a really important aspect of regaining your health and recovery is firstly like taking that accountability isn't it and it's like I actually have to be proactive in this um it's like a coaching relationship like it's not a one-sided thing is that like we both have to play a part in it yeah I think patience mm-hmm. as well but like I was like okay I'm gonna get ready like get better in a month and that didn't happen and then you get upset because it's not quite gone your way but yeah patience mm. and expectations I reckon are the two main things and just not panicking. Yes. Just mm-hmm. yeah kind of like surrendering to the process a bit and I mean <laughs> I can say until I'm blue in the face to have like low expectations but everyone listening probably has a timeline on their recovery they want to be recovered as soon as possible yeah but I actually had this conversation with someone this morning about um he wanted to recover like he's like how do I recover as fast as possible and I'm like stop if you want to yeah if you want to recover faster like stop trying to rush it like that's the fastest way and that's the the only mindset you can have with it (laughs) you still have physical health like if you've broken your leg you want to get better but there's nothing you can do you've just got to wait until it gets Mm. yeah I think it is a little harder isn't it with like mind body symptoms because they're not as tangible they're not as obvious as like a broken leg or something like this and a lot of the time like we're not educated around it so it's a huge learning process as well Mm. I think it's quite scary as well because when you're at home and you're probably alone because you're like getting better unless you've got people that work from home in your house 
like when you feel rough it's just you on your own and you have to be like okay right calm down it's fine but if there's someone else that's rational they'll be like okay you are okay but yeah definitely having someone with you although obviously you're not together but just to support you through it because it is quite a scary time because mm. uh, there is the kind of uncertainty of what if I don't get better but obviously you do and you can um, yeah but when you're in the middle of it it just feels mm. like everything's going wrong yeah it's like having to trust the process and it's like I don't know if you've seen that meme where it's like and this is the process and it's like a woman falling in like a massive puddle and like nearly drowning yeah <laughs> like, yeah just trust how it's going <laughs> so yeah having that that support surrounding yourself with support I think it's so important especially like you said about how it can be quite an isolating time um and that's definitely the case for most people like socializing kind of goes out the window and the rest of your family and life carries on like working and doing everything else and you can feel like you're either being left behind but also you get quite disconnected and then that has like health consequences with regards to well-being because with social animals and just having a conversation with someone who understands what you've been through just that alone can be enough to kind of ground you and calm you down yeah no I agree I was I'm quite lucky I had a good group of friends and family that yeah like stuck by me um but yeah I think you always said to me like you'd be grateful that you had CFS and that mm. like your life will change afterwards and I was like no don't believe that <laughs> like I'm gonna hate it forever but now that I'm kind of out on the other side it has changed my like perspective on life in the sense that it is short once you've had it kind of taken away from you you do realize that like lots of little things don't really matter that much mm. um, but yeah I, I am yeah. grateful for it I hated it but I'm grateful for it. are you it's the first time I've heard you say that <laughs> I kind of came to the realization I was just thinking about what I want to do in the future is like I, I don't really want to be sat behind a desk all day like I want to do mm. something you're actually living um, yeah it's a really rough way of like it forces you to be like what do I want to do with my life like you know I've been taking so much for granted I've been ignoring my body like and I totally empathize like when you're going through it it's the worst and nothing makes sense and it's like why has this happened this is a setback I want to be who I was before but the second you start to come out the other end practicing gratitude and like starting to fall in love with your life as it is again you're like a whole new person and you're a much I don't want to say better but like you're a much more aligned like version of yourself and you can stop wasting time not living in alignment with your values like people pleasing and just you know burning yourself out for the sake of others like it's we shed all those things don't we on the recovery journey so that you can just live a much more valuable life how you want to live it um obviously like around school and jobs and other things but like long term it can be it can have really positive effects I think yeah no I agree I think just don't aim to be perfect because things will always go wrong. Not wrong, but like you will feel rough. But <laughs> <laughs> I love hearing that come from your mouth. Like how many times I've had to tell you. That. <laughs> oh. I love it. Okay, so last-ish question then. Um, what were your biggest kind of worries or fears before signing up to 
the program did you have any were there any that you think would resonate with other people that you can reassure them on definitely like spending a lot of money and then it not being mm -hmm. worth it um because yeah it is a lot of money but I I think it, it obviously is worthwhile for me it's worked out um I think like waste not wasting my time but putting a lot of energy into something and then feeling even worse because obviously you don't have a lot of energy and you're feeling pretty rubbish anyway mm. um and then just it making it worse um yeah that was about it really I think mm. at the time I wasn't in I think you could be quite I don't know how to word this like you <laughs> it's desperation you want just something to work something to like make you better and I think then you can put like pressure on it to sort of work out but I think I was quite lucky in the sense that I'd already started to recover whereas if you're like stuck in a place where nothing's really worked yet it is quite scary mm. I think that's when you definitely need it more than any time because if absolutely nothing's worked for you you need to try something well if it's if you would like to try something to get yourself better and this is mm. yeah so. yeah yeah definitely I think those are two of the most common worries that come up it's not so much the financial investment it's like what if I invest that and it doesn't work like that's the worry isn't it for people because then it's a waste like it's not an investment then it's a waste for them so are there any ways that you felt more comfortable around that or like what would you say to someone if they had that worry I think even if it doesn't work for you within the three months, what you would have learned in the programme would still benefit the rest of your life, like, or like your recovery process. I'm very lucky yeah. in the sense that it did work out for me. Um, mm. But it will work out for everybody, just not necessarily within the three months. So you might get halfway there in the three months and then what you've learned and then you can go into coaching after or work with someone else or whatever you want to do. Yeah. It will have still benefited you regardless. Yeah, I think that's a really good point, actually, is to, to be honest, like your experience was amazing. But for most people, three months, like three months is nothing in recovery. Like I say, it took me two years to like reach a point where I felt within myself, like fully recovered from everything and grateful and all these things. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, the idea of the three months is it sets you up for recovery. It gives you all the info, everything you need to know um, and the one to one support. And then you can either carry on coaching after which quite a few people choose to do just to like have the ones one there still but if not you have you know access to all the resources for a year um and I think setting that expectation at the start like I never once said to you or promised to anyone that yes you will 100% recover in three months because it sets such an unrealistic expectation and I think if I said that to people they'd be like hmm you must be lying anyway <laughs> yeah I think the way I did it is I wasn't like I want to recover it was more like I set little goals so I want to yeah. walk into town two times a day I want to be able to do like this and that and then for me the last thing was getting back into sport properly so my goal was never really to recover it was just I'd made a list of goals and like as I ticked them off slowly you're then like okay well actually I went in the sea the other day that clearly means I'm getting somewhere don't mm. No, don't base it on your symptoms because if you base it on how good your symptoms are then it's just gonna go wrong but then just I don't know 
Mm. Yeah, I think for me, my main thing was just staying calm because it is it's a horrible and uncomfortable experience feeling rough all the time. But like, if you just accept it and you're like, okay, well, I feel rough, like it's gonna mm. pass. Then I think it yeah. will just be, yeah, it is just mindset, as you said. Yeah, it plays such a huge role. Um, and I think that piece is like where um, like rehab on the NHS or something like this really falls short. Like they focus on the very surface level things like rest or do this much exercise on this day. But they give you no support with your mindset or anything or like the emotional um, baggage that comes with it, you know, yeah. um, which as you've learned, like that can have just as much effect on your symptoms as going for a run can. Um, yeah, so 100% mindset is so important. And love what you said about kind of celebrating the day-to-day or week-to-week little milestones, like the tiny little things, like getting out for a walk or just the ability to kind of respond calmly to your symptoms. You know, that's a huge win. And yeah, focusing on like saying, this is going to be my, when I recover, like it will never happen. So we have to highlight the small wins um, every day. And it, that helps with like taking you out of the kind of all or nothing perfectionist mindset. Like, because recovery doesn't feel like I feel amazing all day, every day. Like there are still times now where I have this kind of brain fog and I'm like, <laughs> I could label this as like CFS but it's not like we get symptoms of CFS are so common in like day-to-day life as well like things like brain fog or anxiety or um I don't know sometimes getting like a shaking feeling in your body that could be because you have like low blood sugar at the minute you haven't eaten enough like when we can let go of the association between our physical symptoms and CFS we can kind of meet ourselves where we're at which is actually probably just need to nourish our body and check back in with daily habits and stuff like that, I think. Yeah, no, I agree. I think also like looking after yourself, do stuff that like make you happy. So for me, yeah. it would be like putting on Love Island and having a hot chocolate <laughs> and like a bowl of mango or something like that. Like just make yourself, yeah, do the little things that you can still do to make yourself happy because it is a bit lonely and it is a bit of a grumpy time, but you still got to kind of try and see the positives in it, which is obviously very hard, but there yeah. is a way. Yeah, I think finding, like, finding evidence for me that you actually can get better was, like, the first, the most important thing. Um, so, yeah, recognise mm. so. Definitely. And I think if there's one thing, like, I'm most proud of of your journey is your ability to self-soothe and your self-compassion, like, how much that's developed from when we first started to where it is now and like you know now still that if you are having a day where maybe you do feel a bit rough or you know you're just tired generally and it's not anything to do with your CFS like that's the time to put on Love Island and have your bowl of mango like it's not a time to criticize yourself or stand in front of a mirror like picking your body apart or putting yourself in uncomfortable situations I think that's one thing that I'm most happy about of your journey is your your self-compassion. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think that's all the questions I had. Let me look. I wrote them down. Um yeah. 
I wrote like what did you enjoy most but I don't know if that's like a good question to have about a CFS recovery journey was there anything you enjoyed having support because no one understands like all of these Facebook forums and stuff as you said are sometimes pretty negative places Mm. and I guess because we're not similar in age but we are a little bit like so it was more of a okay right I'm going to ask Scarlett like it's fine she can help me out whereas for other people yeah I just think just having the support and knowing that someone actually understands and not waiting a month for a useless phone call where they just tell you to rest like it's not yeah it really isn't the same no it's not supportive at all and I think as a coach that's something I really value that's why I only work one-to-one is because I know that building like personal relationship with my clients is a huge is that's going to help you more get more from coaching um you need to be able to trust me and almost like it's almost like having a friend like that is such I read I read the book the body keeps the score I keep talking about it but in there he spoke about um developing this kind of rapport with whether it's a therapist or a coach or even like teachers like the better your relationship with them the better the results that you get so that's something I really value um yeah and I definitely think we felt that from the start because we had that shared experience didn't we so um it was easy for me to understand what you were going through yeah I think the one thing that kind of reassured me pretty quickly I'm not saying you'll do it for everyone else so don't expect a book (laughs) but on my birthday I let you know that it was my birthday you sent me a book and I was like okay this is like above and beyond in the sense that you really do care like you sent me something to kind of cheer me off it's a bit bit of a naff time and (laughs) I think just like little things like that is really important and I love that book as well that I sent you like I knew that would be really helpful for you yeah it was a good book yeah that thing's just he's a solid guy I really like his work (laughs) (laughs) agreed okay lovely well thank you so much for coming on the podcast I'm really um glad that you were able to do this for me and good luck with how everything goes um exam wise and the rest of your school year I say that like it's nearly at an end it doesn't end until August does it or July <laughs> sorry almost there uh, things crossed <laughs> halfway through <laughs> okay nice speaking to you and um I'll speak to you soon good luck with everything thank you very much I'll bye see you